The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Daily Witness podcast. This is our cell group meeting, our regular Wednesday fan the flames. Amen. Uh, cell group meeting and joining me tonight is Andrew and the rest of the, the group, the rest of the faith believers, rest of the overcomers. Praise God. Everyone say hi. 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 And uh, we are actually continuing on part five tonight of our series, Faith from Start to Finish. Mm. And uh, the name of this episode is Faith works by love faith always works Mm. that's good news eh? and uh, let's just open up in prayer father we thank you we are so blessed to have you in our lives we are so blessed to have you as our father i mean man what did we do to deserve you as a dad um i can't even I mean, if you didn't come and look for me, just like Jesus went out and looked for that one sheep. Mm. If you didn't look for me, I wouldn't have known Mm. that you existed the way you are, you know. And uh, we just thank you for for having us as our children. You wanted to have us as our children. And once you got us as your children, it didn't stop there. You... Mm. You just continue to strengthen us. You just continue to grow us. And, and, and we are edified and we are built up as we eat the word and digest the word. And uh, your word actually says that it nourishes us. Amen. So I thank you for that. Dad, uh, as always, none of me. Hmm. I've got to get out the way. I don't want to hear what I have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. Why? Because you are the blessed one. You are the wise one. And even I, even Andrew, tonight, we can walk away with something. So, Father, I pray that you prepare the listeners, the hearers, prepare their hearts tonight to hear a a special message by the Holy Ghost. And I thank you for thinking through Andrew and my minds and Speak through our vocal cords and have your way over these microphones and just bless your children tonight. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So we are on our series Faith from Start to Finish. And if you've got your Bibles, let's first turn over to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. And if you part of a very good ministry, then you're going to be part of a ministry that's going to tell you that all things are possible to him that believes. Absolutely. You're going to be part of a ministry that's going to tell you to have faith in God. You're not going to be part of a ministry. I'm, I'm talking about a good ministry and a ministry that's going to tell you that anything is possible if you believe. Yeah. Um, not 
uh, well, we don't know. And we don't know if it's God's will. Mm. Uh, if, you, if you hear things like that, run away from them mm. because you're wasting precious time. First yeah. John chapter 5 and verse 4. And this honestly is the crux of our series. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Okay. Now, in this world, <laughs> in this world, this is a fallen world. Yeah. This is a world that is full of sorrow. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a big believer on hammering on the blessing and the curse. The blessing and the curse over and over and over. Because if you can understand that, you, you'd understand why the earth is the way it is. A lot of people um, in my earlier evangelical days, you talk about... Oh, you know, get born again, man. Just just receive Jesus as Lord. Yeah, well, if God was so good. Now, now you know what's about to come. Yeah. Here's a question. Well, it's more of a statement. Well, if God was so good, why do we have all these thunderstorms and these tornadoes and, mm. and hurricanes and, and that, that, that type of thing? You know? Or why did he stop the things that are happening. Yes. And why do like innocent women get raped and why are the good dying young and so forth and so on? Well, number one, that's, that's not a question, that's a statement. Mm. You are inadvertently blaming God for all these things. Yep. The truth is we're dealing with a fallen earth. Mm -hmm. That's just something you need to get over. You need to accept it and move on. The curse is here. The curse is here. Mm. And the curse came as a result of Adam and Eve's disobedience. Yep. They committed high treason. They were the guardians of planet Earth. Yep. That's why Jesus is referred to as the second Adam. Yep. See? See how important that is now? Okay. And that's why we fell under Adam and Eve. They were the parents, the original parents, the original caretakers. And that's why when they fell, we fell. Yeah. That's why. So it wasn't the case of God cursing the earth. It was a result of Adam and Eve losing their position. And, and technically, the earth died. And as we know it, as a matter of fact... The Garden of Eden is where Iraq is today. So you can see how death hit the Garden of Eden the hardest. Mm. And then it just rippled all over the earth. Well, Trevor, how, do you, how can you say it rippled all over the earth? Well, that's very simple. What did God say to Adam and Eve? Go and replenish the whole earth. Yes. See what's supposed to happen? So it, it, everything goes back to the blessing and the curse. So now the curse has enveloped the earth. So now the plants are dying, the trees are dying, the animals have, are, are angry, and now you've got dead people walking. 
So uh, just don't quote that movie. I see dead people. It's, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, dead man walking. Um, so now, as a result, the curse is spreading, and God knows that. So He separated us from that junk, and that's why He says He's given you faith to overcome that death. Yep. He's given you faith to overcome the curse. So what comes as a result of the curse? Well, sickness, disease, um, financial woes, famines, earthquakes, all those type of things, they come as a result of the curse. And he says, he says, let's go back to that scripture. Whatsoever is born of God, are you born of God? Yes. Uh, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Not might overcome. You do overcome the world. End of story. This is not open for negotiation. This is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So God has given us faith to overcome this world. Okay. But now a lot of people are having faith failures. And this is why we started this whole series. Faith from start to finish. Mm -hmm. So that you can see, you know, where is it that you're missing it? Mm. Now, uh, for tonight's uh, message, we are discussing faith works by love. So can we go to Galatians chapter 5? Galatians chapter 5. And we'll look at verse 6. And when you are there, you know what to say. Amen. Hey, you guys are angry. <laughs> okay. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision avails anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith works by love. I want you guys to say that. Like, I want you to say it out loud now. And, and those guys who are streaming online, I want you to say it with us as well. This is very important. Faith works by love. Now, I want you to say that again. Faith works by love. Now, just say it one more time. Faith works by love. Now, think about that. This is where the believer is missing it. Wouldn't yeah. you say that, Andrew? Oh, definitely. Do you have anything to add to I do. Um, if we turn to, let me just find the scripture here. Uh, Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12. And I'm just going to read part C of verse 3. Mm-hmm. And it says, According as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith, mm-hmm. uh, we know that God is love. Mm-hmm. So we know that love gave us his faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Faith cannot operate outside of love. Yes. Because love gave the faith. Yes. That's the only way it's going to operate. Now, I like what you and uh, Mario spoke about last week when uh, you mm. focused heavily on compassion. Mm. What moved God mm. to his people every single time? 
What thrills him? What gets him excited every time? Why does he heal people? Why does he deliver people and set them free from addictions? Why does he give them a financial blessing? Why does he promote them? Why does he give them favor in the workplace? Why does he, he lift them up and give them peace? Why does he do that? What's the first reason? Because he loves them. Mm. Now, I thought about this mm. uh, today. His motivation, first place, is love towards us. Yes. And look at our motivation. Well, what makes faith work? Mm. It's also love. Mm. Do you see how you reciprocate that? And, and Andrew, really, mm. what happens is it goes back to the first, I think, two or three episodes. At, I think episode two and three. When we hammered on a relationship, yes, you got to have a relationship with him. You got to get to know him. You can't, you know, the Apostle Paul. He spoke about this in First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse one, two, and three. He described it as someone trying to operate in the gifts and in faith mechanically mm-hmm. without love. He said, "You can do this. You can give your offerings. You can." Um, you can speak in tongues, you can have faith that can move mountains, but without love, mm. the message Bible says you are bankrupt. Yeah. Um, one other translation says you you like the sound of a of a creaking gate, a rusted gate, when you're talking in other tongues with no love. Yeah. What I'm saying. It's like uh, faith is the vehicle, and love is the gasoline in the yes. vehicle. And uh, something that I just realized now, you know, um, the Bible says in Galatians 5, 6, which we just read, that faith works by love, but crime worketh by hate. Oh. People go out there because they, they're walking in darkness. Yes. They, they hate people. That's why they go around murdering people, uh, stealing from them. Yeah. That's why uh, people are going out there raping. Yeah. Because they're walking in utter hatred. Yeah. And that's dangerous. I think one one of the things that I've noticed firsthand, and this is this comes as a result uh, over many years and meeting many many Christians. Do you know? I have not come across, and I mean, I've been to different churches. Mm-hmm. I've been to many cell groups. I mean, I've 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 done my tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> And I've, I mean, I've even spoken to pastors. Mm. I've spoken to many different ministers, some really good ministers as well. But you know what I have noticed? In, sad to say, 99% of all those people that I've met, I have not come across someone who understands how much the Lord loves them. Yeah. I've noticed that. Mm. Now, if you think about that, you find that in the church today, the miracles are far and few yes. between. Yes, That's That should be a, a giveaway right away. Why? Because the Christian just does not understand you cannot violate this rule. I just can't no. get away from this. Faith works. Can we camp on that word mm. a little bit? The word work. Do you, Susan, do you want your car to work? Yes. You've noticed your car battery 
It's swollen a bit. Yes. So what does that mean? It, it means we've got to sort that out. Mm. Can you leave it like that? No. no. Why? She needs her car to work. work. Why can't a Christian just understand this about faith and love? That's it. <laughs> That's actually it. By looking after her car, showing love, she gets the battery sorted out. Guess what? It works. Yeah. You know, uh, something that I realized like a long time ago, this, this was like a couple of years ago, uh, the Lord opened my eyes to the fact that uh, when I was a younger spiritually, mm. I would pray for people and those prayers would come to pass far quicker. Yeah. You know, uh, versus me praying for myself. Yeah. Yes. And the Lord opened my eyes to that. That, you know, I'm I'm praying for them because yeah. I love them. Yeah. Yes. I'm loving God. I'm loving them. And yeah, those prayers would just come to pass like far quicker. Andrew, I've noticed personally in my in my own personal life, man. One thing that I can tell you, faith works every single yes. time. If you don't have something working in your life, if you haven't received a manifestation of faith yet, then I'm telling you, you're doing it wrong. Mm. Um, unless you you were newborn and there's things that you need to learn about faith and so forth and so on. Um, but I'm saying in general. Mm. You know, there, there's people that say, oh, that faith stuff. I don't have time for that. I've, I've seen... I've I've been in the company of believers that when you mention faith, they look at you with such unbelief. Mm. But when Jesus shows up, they want to go to heaven. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll I'll be the first one to tell him, sorry, son. Mm. Sorry, girl. You're staying behind. Mm. You don't have faith. Mm. People, people don't see faith as their number one choice to get out of. A tight situation. Yeah. And why is that? It boils down to the love. Mm. Have you received the love? And a lot of people just don't get that. And that, that was actually my missing ingredient when I was praying for my healing. Yeah. And I, I remember coming to you that one day and I said, listen, like I've, I've been trying to receive my healing and nothing's happening. Yeah. And I'm going to see God about it. Yeah. And it only took me three days where the answer came. Yeah. And the Lord said, I don't believe how much, you know, I love him. Yes. He loves me. So, uh, excuse me. Yeah. And yeah, like it's it's God's faith. Yeah. It's God's faith. It's not the devil's faith. Yeah. It's God's faith. He is love. Yeah. That's how faith works. So that's exactly right. And in other words, Andrew is saying it's God's faith. He designed it. You don't get to change the system. Yeah. You're going to do it his way. And if you do it his way, will you get his results? Yes. Absolutely. Every, Every time. single time. There's no reason for any believer to be overcome by the world. But there's every reason for a believer to overcome the world. Because everybody tries to use worldly things yes. to get to God. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Mm. Now, if we can just go to First John chapter 4. We're just flowing here tonight, man. Glory be to God. I wanted to share something if I can. Yes, go for it. I was just thinking of the... I haven't had like analogies in a while. Mm -hmm. And the Lord was just showing me that love is the river. Yeah. 
the boat needs the river to move along. Oh, that's Absolutely good. Not. If there's no water, the boat is stranded. Mm. And what is water? It flows. Yes. yes. There's a current. Yeah. Yes. So that's what love is. Yes. Love is the current that gets the faith to flow. Yeah. Mm. And your boat is, is the faith. Yes. But what do are, what are a lot of people do? They go and get themselves a boat. Yeah. Right there in the store. And they climb into the boat. And then they try and paddle. Yeah. And the cell. <laughs> but it's yeah. an empty river. So yeah. It's empty. So and the yeah. evangelist looks at them and says, what are you doing? That's the salesman, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, First John chapter 4, verse 16. Why is it so important for you to receive the love? Man, you know, God has taken such good care of us. He's such a good father. He thought of everything. Mm. If we look at 1 John chapter 4, verse 16, it says, we, th- this, is, this is John the Apostle, the one who followed Jesus. He was the youngest of all the apostles, by the way. And at that time, he, he was one of the disciples. He was, according to Christian history, he was the youngest disciple. And I think they reckon him to be about 15, 16 at the time. Yeah, he was very young. And he was the guy that would just, Jesus was his older brother, man. That's how you saw him, you know. And by this time, he is an old man. And he wrote First John. And he's writing by the Spirit. Now this is not just any old disciple. This is a man who has grown from faith to faith. Absolutely. And from glory to glory. He was the one who referred to himself in the Gospel of John as the disciple whom Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. Would you say this is a man who believes the love that God has for us. So he's writing here by the Spirit and he says, We have known and believed the love that God has to us. He's writing by revelation here. Mm. Can you just see these words? We have known and believed the love that God has to us. Watch this. God is love. He that dwells in love dwells in God and God in him. Watch this. Herein is our love made perfect. I mean, he's just flowing now. Herein is our love made perfect. Let me uh, just break that down for you. Herein is our love developed. Mm. Herein is our love matured. I'm just focusing on how much God loves me. I'm the disciple whom Jesus loves. Mm-hmm. See, you see that? I'm just focusing on that all the time. And guess what's happening? My my love is maturing. Yes. My love is developing. My love is getting stronger and stronger. Watch this. I see it. Mm. I see it. Man, wow, Jesus loves me. This I know. You know, <laughs> you you get you start. Well, the Bible tells me you start getting antsy about this. This is what he's talking about. This is what happens. And actually, uh, I want to throw something in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to this one one minister, and he said, you know, when you quote a scripture about any given topic, and the person says, "Yeah, I know that." Yeah, he says they they don't know it. Because no. if they really did know it, yes. they would get excited they about it. They would get excited about it. Because, you know, knowing something in the head versus the heart, it's two different things. It's two different things. And to get it in the heart, you know, you, you don't just hear it once and you're like, yeah, 
I got it. Yeah. You spend time in it. Yes. Time in those uh, teachings, um, time confessing, time in those scriptures. Yeah. And like how long does it take to get a revelation? Sometimes it takes months. Yes. You know, you're feeding on it and it's it's the same topic. Yes. That you're going over and over all the time. It's not something you're going to just hear in church once and say, okay, now got it. Yeah. That's that's like very shallow, like head knowledge. Yeah. You so, know? so you you can't listen to this message once or twice and no, say, no, no, no. I've got it. Yeah, I know God loves me. That's why when he said uh, we have known and yeah. believed, like that there, that's that's revelation. That's in his spirit. That's in his yeah. heart. It's not in his head. Because, Andrew, how many times did he refer to himself as the disciple whom Jesus loved? Well, it's actually a few. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that we know about. Yeah, that yeah. we've got record of. But now look what happens now. Remember by this time what Andrew's saying is this has been a buildup over years. He yeah. was the youngest of all disciples. He is the only disciple that outlived them all, mm. including the Apostle Paul. Mm. But he was the only one that wrote on the book of love. Mm. He was the only one that could describe how much God loves mm. us. He was the only one. Now watch this. He says, herein is our love made perfect, or here is our love fully developed, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as Jesus is, so are we up in heaven? No. Yeah, in this world. So you can see he's not talking about the the final day of judgment Mm. before God. Because that would not be here in this mm. world. He's referring to when the church is being judged by the curse, I could say. Mm. When the curse comes up against you and you feel like you got your back up against the wall. Mm. And fear and terror is raining down on you and you just don't see a way out. This is where you need to be bold in the day of judgment, Mm. not weak and cowardly on the day of, no, not meek, weak. Yeah. Yeah, you got to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Susan throwing me off there. Um, You you know, you got to be bold on the day of judgment. Because head knowledge isn't going to get you out of that situation. No. Like when Jesus... Because faith is not in your head. Exactly. Um, When Jesus was tempted um, in the desert, he said, man, you know, you you need to live on every word from God. That was revelational knowledge. Yes. It wasn't head knowledge. Yeah. That's that's what's going to get you out of these situations. Praise God, man. What what got me out of uh, that situation with my eyes was a revelation that I'm healed. Yes. It wasn't head knowledge. And that was something that you feasted on. Exactly. Over and over and over. And that's how we grow. When you go to the gym, you sign up and and I mean you just you just fat and and out of breath and yeah. And you're like, man, I've got this contract. Mm Mm-hmm. And you go there to your first session, spend two hours in the gym, awesome, and you don't go back. Now you fit. And now like, you got your six pack, man. You're like, I, I know about all this. Take take the shirt <laughs> off. We're at the swim bath now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Why does that sound silly and stupid? When when I say that. Yeah, it takes time, doesn't it? And even the world knows that. Even the world knows that. Why? Why is it different when it comes to the church? Mm. It's not supposed to be. 
Why is it that, oh, I just need to listen to Love Podcast just once. I don't need to go over this again and again. Yeah, I, I got this. Yeah, you I know. got my, my Love six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just, that's different, brother. No, it's not. No. No, it's not. You get developed in love because you're spending time receiving the love. Mm. Now, let's go on further. So that you have boldness in the day of judgment. Boldness, watch this, because as Jesus says, so are we in this world. There's no fear in love. How much fear is in love? No, no fear. How does faith work? By love. Does it work? Yes. Does faith work? Amen. Yes. By love. Yes. What about if, can, can faith work without love? No. no. Does faith work? With love. Yes. Can faith work without love? No. What, what does love do? Watch this. There's no fear in love. Are you putting the pieces together? Mm. There's how much fear is in love? No. 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 So, and, and faith works by what? Love. love. So if love is present and there's no fear in love, can you see why faith can now work? Yes. It says yeah. Perfect love, you can say this, developed love. You can say this, insight into how much God loves me. Yes. I've spent time meditating on that, focusing on that, and guess what? I, I now see it, man. I see it. And because of that, that love will flush out the fear. It says perfect love, developed love. Cast out the fear. Do you cast out the fear? No. no. <clears throat> what gets rid of the fear? Love. love. You know what? I actually believe. I actually believe that in love is is the faith. Yes. So you know, um, if a person uh, doesn't get into that love, their spirit is uh, they they developed in fear. Yeah. But the more love they put in in them, it's driving out that fear. Yeah. And the more love you put in your heart the more faith is coming. Yeah, yes. Andrew, uh, let me say it like this. A lot of people think that they don't have fear. They say, no, I don't, I don't struggle with fear. I've let me, heard that, let, yeah. yeah. Let me help you out. I've heard that a lot. Um, you know, the Bible would just call you a fool. Mm. No, I'm not calling you a fool. The Bible calls you a fool. Mm. And it's not an insult. People are so touchy. It's not an insult. It comes from the Greek word moros, M-O-R-O-S. And it just means to be spiritually destitute of the truth. Mm. That's what a fool means. Mm. You're spiritually destitute of the, of the truth. So now you're shooting your mouth off and you don't have the full story on this. Mm. Truth is love. But now watch this. So when you get a fright... Someone, you, someone's hiding behind the corner, behind the wall, and you come around the corner and they go, boo, and you jump. That's not when you had fear. Mm. The fear was always there. The fear was always there. It just manifested because we knew how to bring it out. <laughs> that's, what, that's what caused the reaction. That's what caused the reaction. Yes. But the fear was always there. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, if a person like stumps their toe. Yeah. And if a nasty word comes out, that was always there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just I'm just hearing this. I'm just hearing this from the Lord right now. 
he says, if you don't receive my love, the fear is not just going to get up and leave. Mm. You will carry that fear around you all the days of your life. Mm. Yes. That's exactly right. Mm. The law of displacement. Mm. That's exactly right. Mm. Now, it's like uh, I want to use that example because uh, Susan saw my spiritual notes with a spiritual eyes. So, now. <laughs> well done, Susan. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's an illustration that the Lord gave me years ago. If you've got a glass that's filled with uh, milk, and the milk represents the fear. Mm-hmm. And you got another glass filled with water. And you slowly start pouring the water, but it comes out in dripples, you know. Mm. And you're pouring it into this glass of milk. And now what happens to that glass? It starts filling up, right? Mm. Now it starts running over. But now it's not. It's not white, white, white anymore. It's starting to turn milky now. And the more you keep, you, you keep just putting that water in there. You just keep putting that water in there. Becomes more diluted. Yeah. And you just carry on. Now, would that happen immediately? No, no. No, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. You got to keep getting into uh, how does faith come? By you. Faith comes by hearing. So you got to hear, well, well, I need faith on how much God loves me. Mm. Well, you should listen to this podcast then. Mm-hmm. Why? Because faith is going to come. Yep. You listen and, and you feed on how much God loves me. Man, God loves me. God absolutely loves me. And you just focus on that all the time. That perfected love that developed love becomes so strong, you can say like this, it becomes so influential that it's diluting the fear. Yes. And the, the fear doesn't just get up and leave. Yes. And the, the fear love is doesn't, becoming concentrated. Yes. The fear doesn't leave, and these guys are just taking over. <laughs> they're enjoying it. I, I don't mind. Um, but the, the, the fear doesn't just get up and leave immediately. It becomes weaker and weaker, like Megan said, and and like Andrew said, the love becomes more concentrated, and, and yeah, and the things that once bothered you doesn't bother you anymore. And I'd like to give an illustration as uh, Marius gave us a testimony the other day, and I want to share it. And Marius uh, struggled with road rage before. I mean, I don't blame him. It's potholes and taxi drivers and. I can't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> Load shedding and, and all that stuff. And <laughs> Marius would, you know, go off and people come past and, you know, Marius would say some things. And um, he'd say, get porn again. I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> you should say that. But um, <laughs> great show we have tonight. <laughs> but he, he started listening to a love teaching. And he, he started listening to a love teaching. And, you know, Morris was a little quiet about it. And he says, oh, I just listened to a love teaching today. I just listened to another love teaching. I'm just listening to how much God loves me. And I'm listening to how much God loves me. And I'm just listening. And he says, oh, just listen to another love teaching again. 
And he went to go and fetch the girls from school. And this guy, I mean, he did a number on Marius and just overtook him and he was rude and all that. And Marius, just out the blue, looks out the window, looks at this guy and and say and waves to him and says, "Have a great day." Eh? Yeah, he was he was swearing at Marius, and Marius said, "Have a great day." And Marius just bust out laughing. Yes. And do you see what's happening there? Now, why did that guy swear at Marius? Why why was he flipping the bird and all that? It's fear. That's fear. Yeah, but that's fear. And Marius didn't realize that faith comes by hearing the love message. And he was listening to the love message and listening to the, and it was flushing out the fear and flushing out the fear. Now, guess what? The, the, the devil sent one of his kids there to him to try and stir Marius up and... What happened? Marius didn't have fear in him to mm. respond. Yes. It just wasn't there. Why? Faith works by love. Mm. Hallelujah. He laughed in the devil's face. And this gets me excited because I'm listening to um, a range of different teachings every day myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Yeah. Hey, faith only comes this way. Yes. And every time you listen to a love teaching, you do get developed more. And yes, more. yeah, absolutely. Now, Maurice, would you say, were you bold in the day of judgment? Mm. Yes. Hey? As, as, the, love, yeah. fear. as Jesus says, so are we in this world. Mm. Yes. Wouldn't Jesus also wave to the God, smile big and say, have a great day and have a good laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Where else are we going with this? Praise the Lord. And now listen to this. He there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. That's why God wants you to get rid of the fear. Fear has torment. Watch this. He that fears is not developed in the love of God. Mm -hmm. Can I just add another word for torment is worry. Yes. Yes. He does worry. Stress. Stress as fear-based. No, brother, I'm, I'm not stressed. I'm not worried. I'm just concerned. Same thing. It's the same thing. Yes. And you know, the New Living Translation uh, mentions um, the fear of punishment. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's quite interesting. Yes. yes. The fear of punishment. When you're talking about the word. You yeah. Glory to God. Well, you, you want to add something there, Andrew? I'm excited about the next verse. Okay, go go read it. Um, it says, "We love because He first loved us." Now, this is the American Standard Version, mm -hmm. and I know the King James says, uh, "We love Him because He first loved us." Mm -hmm. But uh, this this is 100% accurate. You know, you can't love others. If you don't have the love that God has given you, yeah, yes. you know, like uh, Marius has been receiving his love, yes, that's why he could love that guy, yeah, yes. when that guy was acting like a jerk. Yes, that's exactly right because Marius was in a time where he prepared, where the love was busy flushing out the fear. Yes. Yeah, and he could make a withdrawal. Yeah, and if you don't receive that love first, 
you still got to deal with the fear. Exactly. You're not going to love your neighbor with the fear in the way. Mm. And that's why God wants you to get rid of the fear because it's tormenting. Faith only works by love. Do you want your faith to work? Don't tell me that you know about faith, that you can pray tons of prayers, that God can answer your prayers, and you don't know how much God loves you. Sorry, I don't believe you. I believe the Bible. You know what's a good example of uh, verse 19? eh? Um, If kids grew up in a household where their parents were very abusive, they they got this, uh, they'll grow up with this attitude, and they will hate everyone else. Mm. You know, but if they grew up in a, a household where they know they loved, yeah. um, they're going to grow up loving others. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Find it easier to love others. Yeah. That's right. Because they have received the love. Yes. yes. Now, let's just talk about John uh, quickly. Because Jesus, uh, in Jesus' ministry, as you know, John was the youngest of all the disciples so by Christian history. I think he was about 15 or 16 years old. He was the one that just focused on himself as the disciple whom Jesus Mm. loved. He worked on receiving that love while others were trying to love their neighbor first without receiving the love. Yes. And what happened? Peter said, Lord, I love you. I'll go with you to the ends of the earth. But he denied Jesus three times. Mm. Doesn't make him a bad person. It's just he didn't get rid of the fear. Now, what happened to John? John was the guy that had his head right up on Jesus' chest. And what happened at the Last Supper? Peter said, John, can you ask the master who who is it that's going to betray him? Hmm. Why? Why did Peter ask John? And John just looked up and said, Lord, who is it? And Jesus answered him. Because John received the love. Peter didn't receive the love. That's right. And interesting to add, why did Peter ask if there was no fear of asking? There you go. There you go. And now let's take this a little bit further. When Jesus was being hauled away, by the Roman soldiers, yes. he said everyone else is going to be scattered abroad. Mm. Who was the only one that followed Jesus right up to the cross and stood right up underneath that cross? John it was did. John. John. Yes. The scripture says Peter stood afar off. Yeah, because he didn't want to be recognized. Yeah. Why? Fear. Yes. That's what fear does. Fear creates a gap. Yeah, fear creates that distance between you and God. Yeah. Love closes the gap. Mm. That's, and that's the fear in this world. That's the fear that's in this world. Yeah. Now, interesting to say, like I said earlier, John was the only disciple that outlived them all. How interesting is that? And he was the one, he was, the history says it, and it's actually recorded in other religions. How interesting is this? John was 
overseen the Apostle Paul's churches that the Apostle Paul established. And by this time, the Apostle Paul was beheaded and he was gone. So John took over those churches, the seven churches. He, he watched over them, visited them, and he'd come in and apparently uh, um, Jesus' mom as well. Oh, wow. And they'd sit at the back of the, the church as the young pastors would minister, like Timothy mm. and so forth. And he would tell them, they, they would always say, Elder John, Brother John, do you have anything? And he would always tell them, walk in love. Walk in love. He just wanted them to get that. He just wanted them to get that. He was there at a time when he reached the age of 91 or 92. We have record that there was an emperor and his name was Domitian. And Domitian had this huge temple that he had built in honor of his son. He had a baby and his son died. And so Domitian had coins with his baby's head on the one side and him on the other. And John's house was up on the hill and it would overlook uh, the temple, this false temple. And they knew that he was a Christian and so forth. And eventually one day there was a knock on his door, the Apostle John's door, 91, 92 years old. They came and arrested him. And said to him, I want you to deny Christ. And brought him before Domitian, of course. And he said, you will denounce Christ. Otherwise, we're going to put you in this vat of hot boiling oil. And that's how they used to kill the Christians. Put them on a hook and put them in this vat of oil. And leave it there and pull them up. And then just the meat would just fall off the bones. And there's no fear in love. You talk, you you picking on the wrong boy. This guy don't have no fear in him. And he said, I'm not going to denounce Christ. He said, well, then we're going to put you in the, the vat of oil. So they put him on the hook and they lowered him in. And when they lifted that hook after a few minutes, he came back up and he was waving at them. <laughs> And record has it, and they actually have record in other religions about this event. Domitian screamed, and he said, I don't know what to do with him. I don't know what to do with him. He said, get him out of here. Is that in the Bible? No, that's in in history. And they took the Apostle John and exiled him to Patmos, the Isle of Patmos. Yes. You see? And there you open up the book of Revelation. And when he was on the Isle of Patmos, Jesus appeared to him there and said, write these things that you both hear and see. And there he wrote the book of Revelation. Wow. <laughs> that just shows that if you're perfect love, nothing can touch you. Nothing can do. Now let's just... Daniel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. First uh, John chapter 5, and I think it's verse, I'm just going to go and look for it quickly. I believe it's verse, yeah, verse 18. First John chapter 5, verse 18. When you're there? Amen. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God 
keeps himself and that wicked one touches him not. You see what happened there to John? Mm. What's he talking about here? Keeps himself, keeps himself in the love that God has for him. He didn't listen to one or two podcasts. <laughs> he, he, he had a mindset that he was loved. Yeah? And he could do exactly what Jesus said at the end where he said, the devil finds nothing. Yeah, the or devil. The, he finds nothing in yeah, me. Yeah, he, he, he found nothing in me. Yes. Mm. Isn't that amazing? Mm. It really is. Yeah. That wicked one touches him. Would you say that John's faith worked? Yes, yes absolutely. Faith works by? Love. Yeah. Works oh. by love. <laughs> yeah. Faith works. Watch this. Faith works every single time when you know how much God loves you. Mm. So you need to spend time focusing on how much God loves you. You need to talk to yourself like that. You need to tell yourself. You need to listen to podcasts on this. Why? Faith comes by hearing. Yeah. You, if you want faith for God loving you, you need to go and find the messages because faith doesn't come any other way. And if you don't listen to the messages on how much God loves you, you won't have faith for it. Hmm. You, you, don't, you don't get to write God's story. He writes it and you follow it. Hmm. So if you don't do it that way, you're going to be running on empty. Hmm. But God, God loves us right now. And the kind of love, it's just absolutely phenomenal. When you go and you get right down into it, we're looking at John chapter 17, verse 23, when Jesus himself comes and he says, Father, show them that you love them as much as you love me. Hmm. Man, that is such an eye opener. And Andrew, too, you can read that. You can read it maybe once or twice. But man, when you when you sit down and you think about that and you meditate on that and you take it in, phew, that's a tall drink. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, receiving the love, it's not something you're going to do in one season of your entire life. No. It's something you're going to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, because a person can get the revelation. There's no revelation that a person can't receive. Yeah. They can get the revelation, but if they don't uh, maintain it, they can lose it. That is that is exactly right. You've got to keep it fresh, in other yeah. words. That's what you're saying. You've got, to, you've, got to keep, you've got to keep it fresh. You've got to talk about it all the time. That's what John did. Um, I look at times in my life where I was in faith and, man, just doing all the right things and just going for it and speaking the word and, and listening to the messages and so forth and so on. And it just felt like it, it dragged on and mm. it felt like it took long and so forth. And then there were times where just I could not mess around with this. I just needed an answer. Like, I mean, you know, and yeah. I've mentioned this time before um, on the broadcast, I've said um, there was a time where I felt like so dizzy in my head. And it was very frightening. Mm. And I didn't, man, I didn't want to drive. I spoke to Andrew. I said, Andrew, do you mind driving? He asked, why? What's up? I said, I feel like drunk and I wasn't drinking. So where's this coming from? Just out the blue. Mm. And uh, very, very frightening. Fear set in immediately. Mm. 
fear just came in there. And uh, fortunately, I've been focusing on how much God loves me. I've been focusing on that and, and going through those scriptures. And First uh, John 4, 16 has always been my ultimate. I mean, I just love that verse of scripture. Megan knows, Andrew knows. I just go over that over and over. I could read it a hundred times and just not get bored of it. And I already had that foundation on the inside of me, mm. see. So I said to Andrew, first thing I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to get into the wisdom of God and I'm going to find out what is this because I don't know, is this serious? So cut a long story short, I started the first day. Now bearing in mind, I've already got an understanding of how much God loves me. Hmm. And I started there first. I didn't start on the wisdom of God. I started on how much God loves me. See? And then I included the wisdom of God. I said, Dad, I know you love me. I know you love me. And this situation, you know what it is. I don't know how to describe it. I'm just going to come and get your wisdom. But here's the thing, Dad. You give me wisdom because you love me. Yeah. You give me wisdom because you want me to have it. You give me wisdom because I'm your son. Because it makes him happy. Yeah, it makes him happy. Yeah. And you get to talking like that. And your faith can now work. Yeah. See, your faith is freed up. Your faith can do the things that it was designed by God to do because the weight of fear is not clamping it down. Mm -hmm. It's not a burden and a weight and, and forcing it down where it can't do anything. And I just, I just focused on that. And, and man, it ju just like this, the Lord spoke up to me and he said, now if you want to get rid of that feeling in your head, just stop looking in your monitor. And I was like, what? That don't make sense to me. I said, excuse me, Dad? He said, it's your monitor that's causing you to feel like that. Well, I knew a, a guy that worked in computers and so forth, and I contacted him, and he said, oh, yeah, it's the gamma rays. It's radiation that's coming through there, and it's affecting you. And the Lord just said to me, just stay away from it. I got the answer just like that. Why? Faith works by love. Yeah. I was convinced that God loved me. It didn't wait. I didn't have to wait months and months and months and months and years and years and trying to speak the word and beg God and ask God and what's taking you so long and maybe this is your will and coming up with all sorts of junk. I just it can't, stop making up junk. Just receive the love, man. Mm. Just receive how much God loves you. And when, when you receive how much he loves you, it just makes sense that he would give you an answer. Yeah. And I got that answer just like that. And I did that. I stayed away from the monitor and the dizziness went away. And faith will work for you that way as well. Whatever it is that you need. God knows you need to overcome this world. And he knows that this world is full of fear. He knows that. And he knows what's the first thing the devil's going to use. He's going to use fear to try and clamp and choke your faith. Mm. But God thought of everything. He's given you his love. He doesn't love you for any reason. There's, there's no strings attached. He just absolutely adores you. He loves that you're his, his son. He loves that you're his daughter. you the reason why he's still operating to this day. You the reason why he hasn't given up on planet earth. Mm -hmm. You are the reason why he's delaying this rapture. Mm -hmm. 
He just refuses to give up. Like he said to me years ago, I refuse to spend eternity without you. That is because he loves us. And now we can just go over to this uh, scripture, I think, and then we need to close. Uh, I believe, Andrew, it's Ephesians. We were discussing this the other night. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ephesians, I think it's chapter 4. Let me see. No, Romans. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. It's because you know when you know how much he loves you, he'll guide you and correct you. I'm just, yeah, uh, 31, Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Amen. Watch this. What shall we then say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Amen. Watch this. Watch this. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up. For us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Amen. Let's look at, uh, I believe it was the message translation. Hallelujah. Yeah. So what do you think? With God on our side like this, how can we lose? He's asking a rhetorical question. Yeah. You'll get Christians that will try and talk him into why we will lose. He's not looking for your doubt and unbelief. He's saying to you, how can we lose? Yes. We, can't. we can't lose. Well, I need healing. How can you lose to sickness? Mm -hmm. Well, I need a new job. How can you lose to unemployment? Hallelujah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming short on money. How can you lose to poverty? Yes. Answer me. Mm. Well, it's the curse. And how can you lose to the curse? Mm. How? Let's read further. If God, watch this, didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition, exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? When you understand that he loves you as much as he loves Jesus, when you understand that you will always be his number one, you are not his number two. Hmm. You are not his number three. You are not his number four. When you understand that you are his number one, and you understand that you are the most important person to him, you won't struggle with healing. You're not, you, you're gonna, you, you won't struggle with finances. You won't struggle with anything else. Why? Yeah, he tells us. He says, am I yet? Thank you, Jesus. He says, if God didn't hesitate... Listen to that. If God didn't hesitate to put everything on the line for us, embracing our condition, exposing himself to the worst by sending his own son, he didn't hesitate to give you his son. Hmm. Listen to that. He didn't hesitate. He didn't think twice. There wasn't a nanosecond where he had to say, mm, okay. There was no gap. 
You came first. He says, how then? Is there anything else he wouldn't gladly and freely do for us? What is the most important person to him? His firstborn. So you tell me, why is healing more important than his son? Why is the blessing more important than his son where he's going to hold back on that? If he didn't hesitate to give you his son, what's giving you the blessing, man? Exactly. If he didn't hesitate to give you his son, what's healing, man? Mm. If he didn't hesitate to give you his son, what's finances, man? Why are you struggling with these things? Mm. It's all fear. You don't know how much he loves you. Mm. That's what it boils down to. Sure. Glory be to God. And unfortunately, we have to bring this podcast to an end because we're going over an hour now. But let's just end it off in prayer. Dad, thank you for speaking through us tonight. Thank you for thinking through our vocal cords and, and, and thinking through our minds and just talking here to your kids. Dad, we need it. We need it. I pray, Father, that we will see how important we really are. I, I, I can't even imagine how frustrating it must be to you when we don't see ourselves the way you see us and how important we are in your eyes. Mm. But, Dad, that's going to change. That change tonight. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, that your word will not return void, but it will prosper in the thing whereto we see it. Thank you that we will go from faith to faith and we will go from glory to glory on how much you love us. And as we grow and develop and mature in your love for us, my God, my God, it will flush out the fear and flush out more fear and flush out more fear. And we will see our faith work, work, work every single time the way it's been designed to work because faith works by love we love you dad we treasure you you are an amazing blessing and always will be Amen. i get to spend eternity with you dad and i love it in jesus name amen amen now, guys, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for the people streaming online. And remember, faith comes by hearing, so keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, 
We love you and Jesus loves you.